Hey y'all, and welcome to Geek Freaks. Today we are doing a special extra episode. I am with Squeaks. Squeaks. And I'm Frank. I forgot to say I'm Frank. Um, <laughs> so Squeaks, we're talking Mandalorian and Disney+. Plus. Those came out on the 12th, and they're just blowing up the internet right now. Uh, you had a chance to watch Mandalorian, correct? I did. I did. Cool. Same with myself. Uh, overall, what is your first impressions on Mandalorian? Uh, very, very good. Very good. Yeah. Um, we could talk about story a little bit, but um, and we'll break it down to each things. But I, I enjoyed it very well. Um, way, way more than I expected that I would enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I wish it's funny because I was like, okay, I'm I'm willing to try out this like one episode per week thing, but now I'm wishing it just I could just binge it all. Man, they just they sold this cable, but it's okay because I'm hooked yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I think it's a good start, The Mandalorian, but it definitely sets you up to like. This, the twist ending, you're like, okay, hold on. I, I have to see more of this. This is nuts. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with story, though. What did you think of the story? Can you kind of break down just a real quick synopsis of what kind of world we're in and how that sets up the story? So basically, uh, from my understanding, and I'm hoping you can fill me in on a little more of the story, that we're after all um, Star Wars Episode Six. So there's no more Empire. Right. It's... I don't want to say post-apocalyptic because that'd be wrong, but <laughs> it is for the almost empire. <laughs> feels like it. Yeah, without the empire, there's nothing. To, what What are you gonna do anymore now, right? Yeah. Uh, right. So basically, we have uh, this guy that calls himself the Mandalorian, and he's basically a Boba Fett mercenary. Does everything for uh, a pay cut. So uh, uh, let me interrupt real quick. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So the reason he's calling himself as a Mandalorian is because that's his species. He is a Mandalorian. Oh, I understand from mandalore and those people he goes and visits are all a mandalore tribe they're all mandalorian okay okay, okay. yeah you're gonna have to film this. me film me in on more of the story because you're you're gonna Dude, be better when he, that when he saw that tribe i was just like yes <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it. they could have sold it faster for me right there that was great but yeah so so what else did happen in the in the episode generally uh so we have uh he's in the beginning in the beginning he's just catching some of his bounties some of the big yeah. things, though, uh, after he collects his one bounty, he gets a special off the chain, off the rails, whatever you call it, off the grid, uh, special bounty. Um, so now yeah. he's, we see him gearing up for it, which I thought was kind of cool. Maybe you could explain a little bit more of that, where he meets that armor, armor smith, blacksmith. Um, yeah. And then uh, at the end of it, he meets this uh, kill, cool alien. If mm -hmm. I'm saying that right, K-U-I-I-L. I mean, it sounds cool to me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's and then I he kind of picks him, the sailing kind of picks him up under his wings. And then he goes to the the settlement of where his next hunt is. And then they have a crazy ass gunfight, which I thought was pretty awesome. Yeah. That, that was an amazing gunfight. Good way to end, end the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, so just, just as a kind of like step in before I start pretending like I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I... I love Star Wars, but Star Trek is definitely my jam more so. So I don't know, like, I know people are out there just screaming. Off the, that metal's called whatever. I think it starts with a B. And, you know, people are just going nuts for it. And I'm just like, yeah, it's that Mandalore metal that their armor's made out of. Yeah. <laughs> but people are, like, going crazy for it. I'm like, you know, yeah, it's shiny. It looks cool. So just heads up on that. I know there's a bunch of people out there right now that are already yelling. Um, but, yeah, so that metal that even he was paid with that he went to take to the, to the armorsmith, uh, she cast, she made one of his, uh, the shoulder pads, the small things, you know, whatever. Um, yes. and so generally the idea is that he's probably going to end up with a full, by the time of the show's done full Mandalorian armor set. 
the oh, metal's very rare. Yeah, because the empire their their planet collapsed essentially. Yes. Um, that's why they're bounty hunters now and stuff like that. But they were like this amazing tribe thing. The Clone Wars did such a great job with with Mandalore. So you guys check that out. That's actually on Disney Plus as well. And uh, yeah, so each of the kids you saw, did you see the kids running around in the tribe when he went down to the, to the sewers where they're like hanging out? You saw all the kids had the yeah. helmets on too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. And so they were saying like the extras will go into the. I think she said foundlings. So the kids get their first helmets. The extra metal that he brought in will help make their helmets. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett is a Mandalorian. They haven't said that these two are connected, but that would be really cool to find out that maybe they're like homies or whatever. But Boba Fett is a clone from Jango Fett. So I assume there has to be some... I I think they're going to do a connection. That'd be pretty, pretty... I would feel pretty empty if they didn't do anything. I would like to find out that he's somehow Jango Fett's original, like real son. Ooh. So you have like because Boba Fett. So the way things go with <laughs> with the prequels that nobody likes, apparently um, I'm a fan of. But nevertheless, I don't have uh, a problem with them. Right. OK, good. So according to that, the first wave of stormtroopers, clone troopers, you know, were uh, all clones of Jango Fett. And then one of them he got to take as like a payment and have like the advanced uh, growth not put into his genes. So he's able to raise one like an actual son, and that one became Boba Fett. So I would like to find out that, yeah, there's that, but he also has another kid from another time that ends up being the Mandalorian. I don't know. That'd be pretty amazing. Pedro looks yeah. like he could be their son, his son, so that's why I really like it. Pedro Pascal. Yeah. So, uh, okay. So storyline, I felt like it was pretty good. It felt like it started a lot of things up. I don't really want to spoil the very ending. Are you cool with that? Yeah. Um... Uh, fuck it. Let's just do it anyway. So okay. the very ending, you should see by now. Um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, the okay. So I'm gonna assume there's no way this is Yoda, right? Baby Yoda. It's not. It's not Yoda himself. Okay. But, it, it's but then are be we getting? Race. Are we gonna? Yeah. Are we gonna see start seeing more of Yoda's race? Um, now I guess. See, again, again, I don't know all the details. I thought Yoda was the last of his kind. So that's why when I was watching, I was yeah. like, oh shit. I was like, go crazy. Because like, that's awesome. Um, because I thought he was the last one. And when he was like, oh, he's 50 years old and he's baby, he's like, oh yeah, Yoda's like, you know, hundreds of years old and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah. Now, uh, oh yeah, you're right. I didn't catch that. It was, yeah. They did mention 50 years old. So it's a baby. So then we're talking about, yeah, Yoda's 100 years old or whatever the case may be. And he's super old yeah. now. Huh. Interesting. But um, they could just be opening any window they want now with this universe. I mean, they're pretty much going to do whatever they want. The only now, anchor point we have... So Rebels takes place during this. So if you wanted to watch Rebels, you could see kind of like the in-between stuff going on here. Uh, and then they have to be able to get to The Force Awakens. That's the next movie in the storyline. But they're out on the outer rim, so they could kind of just play with it. And it, that's kind of cool, you know? Yeah, and then this will open up something to where maybe not movies. We're not probably going to see a Yoda in the next movie, but for sure, right. uh, any type of series they want. Yeah, I could see us getting one of these uh, drone. So, so uh, druid. Uh, what are they called? No, I keep saying drones or druids, not those. The uh, droids. <laughs> okay. One of these bounty droids, which we've seen them in the past, like kind of obs- like oh, he's not a really big deal. He looks really weird. Like they have cheap props, so they just use it. But in this one, that that bounty droid was awesome. No, and like can can we go? Off. Are we moving to visuals? 
Let's do that. Yeah, let's move okay. to visuals. Now, I wasn't sure about the Yoda thing is why I wanted. I was like, uh, okay, I kind of want to see where we're facing. Anyway, that. baby yeah. Yoda pops up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Visually, uh, I am just so shooketh on how great this thing looks. <laughs> uh, this Dude, seri- that term. Oh, I love it. This one, <laughs> this one episode looks so amazing. I was watching it the whole time. Like, this is better than the movies. Like, it's oh my gosh, it yeah. looks so great to me. And I was, I'm watching this on my. Uh, 4k tv i don't know if this yeah it comes out in ultra hd right they have it yeah, on yeah, the yeah. Plus. Yeah. yeah to me it looks great um i i i th- i think just the scenes are great overall the monsters don't look so uh when when his ship was attacked in the beginning with that ba- with that big monster in the ice yeah um that was the probably the only part that looked the most phony to me but it still wasn't bad i mean this to is me, just tv the, series quality yeah the phoniest moment to me was when he was trying to tame that one beast he's gonna ride I was like, that doesn't look very good. And the story beat didn't make much sense. It had to like tame the writing mount. I didn't like that. I was like taking time. And the mount itself didn't look very good. See, uh, I'm with you on the story part. Like, okay, why, why do I feel like this guy was a badass? And now we like super dumbed him down to yeah, being yeah. an apprentice out of nowhere. When we get uh, to actors, I have a lot to say on that. So yeah, once okay. we get to the acting, I think that might be um, See, I didn't have a problem with those little... Uh, I don't know the thing he was trying to ride that little monster thing. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Class I thought it was okay. <laughs> what I do want to yeah. say is kill. Um, I know I'm probably jacking his name up right now. Uh, the one that was training him to ride those little beasts. I thought he looked oh, yeah. great. I thought his mouth movement with how they did the costumes and whatnot. I thought it was perfect. Very cool uh, practical effects. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and I super appreciate that it was more of. I'm going to assume that's a real costume instead of just a CGI. Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I think also the droid at the end, I thought that would, I thought that looked totally perfect to me. It, did, it looked really good, yeah. And then even like the ending with a droid, like I was like, man, you could tell they just shot one. You know what I'm saying? Like they did a really good job with it. And we know from all the advertisements that either that droid gets fixed or there's another one, which I hope it's that droid that gets fixed, uh, that's out there. So... The droids are coming back. I really liked that the droid kept trying to like kill itself with the uh, self-destruct mode. Yeah, because it brought kind of like a little a cool humor effect. into this gun scene, that which the gun scene I thought was amazing. I thought it was dope. Yeah. Okay, uh, anything else visuals-wise before we get into acting? No, no. Um, yeah, no. I think we're good. I, I have high appraise for the visuals in this movie or show yeah a lot of good practical effects the speeders all looked good they had a lot of the wide shots so that you could see the environment around them which is something from the western yeah. aspect i like the, co- the going in and out of scenes just the the classic star wars kind of wipes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah when they did one of them i was like oh okay yeah no i was waiting for someone <laughs> to say like i have a bad feeling about this and then i'd be totally in yeah but yeah that's that's, that's classic Okay, so let's go ahead and get into acting. Now, Pedro Pascal, he's playing The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think about his performance and and how that might affect how the story is being told? Well, I think it's pretty low for this episode because we don't get – we just get a man behind a mask. We don't get anything else. And it will be that for the most part. I, I think it'll. it's very unlikely we'll ever see that mask come off. So I'm kind of okay with that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it is, I don't know, I guess shunning his performance as an actor. Yeah, uh, to me, my, my problem is is you have to now act past the mask. So I think they should have yeah. done one of two things. Uh, I, I when, when I think of the Mandalorian character, if I were to make a movie about the Mandalorian, I would make it Mad Max. Like, just make it to where he has, like, like Mad Max 2, uh, Fury Road. He only has 16 lines of dialogue in the entire film. 
Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that, where he rarely talks, and when he talks, it's only to be impactful. Mm-hmm. Uh, or go the other way with it. Go where he's like extreme, and he's just like, you know, going like not Deadpool level, but almost Deadpool level. Like I'd rather kind of see one of those two things because the first version, the mask is doing all the acting. You're just like know that his presence is is there, and the other kind, he's like acting past the mask, where you still get a personality beyond the mask. And what we had was something that was kind of in between. And I was like, I'm not some moments he was being real quiet, like the guy when he was bringing in the bounty. And then other moments when he's battling at the end, he's kind of talking. He's kind of joking around like you could see this be a uh, wisecracker cracking kind of character. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's tough. If that's what they're going to do, because like you're right, you have the moments where he's a badass in the beginning where he doesn't talk, he's straightforward, and you're just like, oh, man, this guy's this guy's serious. He means business. But then you have right. the moments like in the last battle scene where you're having those more charmful moments with the droid saying don't self-destruct. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm okay with always wearing the mask because that's who I want to see is this badass bounty hunter that's all suited up. But at right. some moments, you got you to gotta break away from that thing. Yeah. And if you're going to yeah, have... So- yeah, if you're going to have those charmful moments or heartfelt moments even in the uh, – because of uh, he's going to meet other characters. Is he like other – I know other female characters have already been posted like on posters right. and G- figures and whatnot. Yeah. So Carano is going to be in the next episode apparently. So okay. she's going to be the other big character. Uh, Yeah, I think – I know who you're talking about. Now, Speaking if they're going to advertise this person, uh, are they always just going to communicate behind the mask? They yeah I I think so that that's the whole point of the man that's why the kids have the masks still on the helmets on yeah that's crazy to me they always keep the helmets on mm-hmm. you never saw Boba Fett take it off Django nothing they always have the helmets on. I seriously thought of that too I was like oh maybe they just won't because of that reason we never saw what Boba Fett looked like yeah, yeah. which to me I always thought like okay then you could, you could use a no name actor but they're actually using Pedro Pascal for this which is a, a very good named actor and yeah it's kind of weird like you guys could have got a no name so. So just with his acting performance, it took me a second. And then I had to remember that like, oh, yeah, this is a Western. And they're probably trying to do like a spaghetti Western. And whenever somebody says spaghetti Western, I always think of Django Unchained, which I know if you're a spaghetti Western fan might not you know ring to you. But that, that was his inspiration. So I kind of think if you imagine this as Django with that much of like seriousness and a playful at certain moments, it kind of starts to make sense. What do you think about that? Well, no, because even Django Unchained, you had Jamie Foxx with a more... Uh, more life into his character because he you can see his face there's more facial expressions but I get where yeah. you're coming from where he, he was always that hardcore badass but then the, there was some moments yeah. of light so but I'm thinking so yeah because I'm comparing Django over the whole spans so yeah when he was when he was feeling it he was yeah back to back talking and stuff like that but when he was like on the job he was more serious maybe I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to place this character like the yeah. old Clint Eastwood films or something like that. Like Clint Eastwood was serious, but he did have these moments where he said like fun stuff. Just not many of them, you know. So it's kind of yeah. Tricky. And you can kind of put that with any, uh, uh, I guess, anti-hero. Which uh, this is going to be a horrible reference, but I'll say it anyway. Kind of like Hellboy, where he's serious, but then he'll do his little smart-ass remarks or whatever. Yeah, but even Hellboy had more funny remarks. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. kind of like yeah. Anyway, we'll have to see. I'm excited to see where this character goes. And I'm trying to, like, you know, put him in a certain box, but he may not play in that box. He may just kind of, like, create a new kind of character that I'm excited to see. So maybe this one that's only serious when he's not around other bounty hunters. Like, he clearly has either no trust or maybe even a a fear of droids. 
And to see that, why that's the case, why that happened, you know, why he doesn't like droids will be interesting. He didn't want to take the speeder with the droid in it. He, he's like, oh, droids when this one showed up. Yeah, so, I'm curious if droids played a part in his, uh, uh, when he was being, uh, when he was a child and his town was being taken over. Yeah, that'll be interesting to so see. I wonder if that was a, if there was a, quite a bit of droids in that era that would affect him to be like that. And one thing, just a real quick thing. So I'm, I'm looking up through the cast list. We'll just keep going through the cast list. Uh, some of them we haven't seen yet. But Taika Waititi is in this, and I think he is playing a droid. So maybe that's not the same droid we're going to get. Or maybe he was this droid. Hmm. And Taika Waititi, his voice acting is like top notch. So that'll be real fun. And then uh, we had, yeah, we had Carl Weathers. He was the one kind of giving the bounties out. I hope we get more of him. Uh, Gina, uh, Gina Carano, she's from, I remember from Deadpool. And she's going to be kind of like this, you know, gun-toting badass in the show. Yeah. What do you think she? Where do you think she's from? Is she just like some mercenary? I would like to kind of think that she's now that the empire has fallen. She's out there, kind of like, well, I'm going to make my own way. Like she was like a phasma well, type character. Yeah, I think she. I think we're going to see her as just someone that's wrecked, and yeah. uh, has really not much to live for. So then they get this relationship Ooh. with uh, Pascal. And then it's yeah. like, well, what else am I going to lose, you know? Yeah. But she's got to have some backstory to want to have that um, that fight to follow Pascal around everywhere, the Mandalorian. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe she's, like, so dedicated to saving Yoda's race that, Ooh, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's the case. We also have, you know, Warner Herzog. We saw him. I, I loved that scene, by the way. So uh, Warner Herzog, he was the old man that was there that had the uh, Empire medallion around his neck. And he had the stormtroopers in the room with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was visual gold because he walks in and you could tell right away the stormtroopers are all like broken, like like their armor's like stained and dented. And so like you could tell they don't have them fixed every night like they probably do when they're in the Empire. And this is post-Empire, so it's just like the last few stormtroopers are like, no, we're going to stick with the old ways, but they don't have the maintenance that's behind that. So it was a really cool visual effect they added there. Yeah, I, I really did like how there is still that last hope of Empire left. Yeah. Um, and then and he told them on the way out that there's got to be that balance still. Yeah. And for a lot of people in this galaxy, the Empire was order. And when the Rebels came in and destroyed it, it would, took away the order of the galaxy. And so suddenly it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I don't know where I'm going to get my food in the morning or something like that because now there's not somebody regulating that, which the Empire used to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Nick Nolte showing up. Some, and we have Emily Swallow. and So, so is this, Bill Burr is going to be this amazing. Uh, so yeah, which really is funny because Bill Burr's not even like a Star Wars fan. I think he's mentioned multiple times. Yeah. Uh, so it's funny that I know, I believe he has a, a relationship with uh, Favreau. So I wonder if, uh, okay. how that oh, yeah. came about. Those two talking, man, I would want to be in a room with those two chatting. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> that's two amazing people right there. Uh, Giancarlo Esp- Esposito, I never say his name right, but he's the one that, you know, he's a bad guy and everything, including Breaking Bad. And he'll be in this. So I have a feeling he'll be the big bad at the end of this whole thing. But yeah. Um, okay, so anything else you want to mention about Mandalorian before we head out? No, I just have a... Uh, I don't know, maybe because I wasn't expecting much, so I am um, have high praise for this for this yeah. show. I'm looking forward to each... I think the next one comes out Friday. Um, okay. So it's kind of weird that they're doing... I've counted... I looked at the calendar, and mm-hmm. it was like a six-day here, five-day here, seven-day here, so it's interesting to see that. It is weird. Yeah, because uh, at least if I looked at it right, I know this was not confirmed by Disney plus, but someone right. put out a calendar and the next episode is supposed to be Friday. So 
it's interesting that if that's true, that they're not following a seven day uh, every single episode. Yeah. And podcast wise, we'll have to every few episodes catch up like we'll do in the main podcast or if there's going to be a break, we'll do one like this where every, you know, maybe three or four episodes, we'll catch up with how things are going on this because I, I'm really excited of this, of the whole story. It got me excited to see this Mandalorian character and how he develops, like what mm-hmm. kind of character we're going to get out of him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and especially cool. how I know it's only one episode, but uh, it, it, with the with the baby Yoda looking thing. Uh, it's yeah. already opening up a whole new door we never expected. So, I, oh, nice I there's no going. way I would have expected. Even when they said 50 years old, like nothing about it would have told me we're getting Yoda's race back. Oh, for, yeah, for sure. That's cool. So, what would you rate this out of uh, blaster pistols? Oh, blaster pistols. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do. Uh, oh man. Oh gosh, I want to do a nine. I'm getting. I'm. I'm from the from the visuals to the fight scene uh to just seeing like little things of like the old empire still trying to be alive uh man it was just like like you say that western feel it was that's why i was referencing like post-apocalyptic but it's not because there's no Mm -hmm. it's just it just felt that way still but basically you nailed it with the western um i'm gonna give it a nine i'm gonna so that you're doing nine out of ten i'm gonna do uh i'll do like eight Point three or eighty three, out of out of one hundred or eight point three out of ten. Okay, so okay. Um, blaster pistols. So the reason <laughs> I'm a little bit low on this is because Pedro's performance was a little off putting. But yeah. I'm excited to see where that goes. And I keep having to remind myself, like, okay, think of him as like in Django's situation, or, or not necessarily his situation, but think of him as this like loner gunslinger. And I have a feeling the Mandalorians that he does like feed his armor to or his metal to will eventually probably disappear. And he'll like something will happen to them, and so then he really will be alone, and we'll have to learn about this character from then. So I'm excited about it. So yeah, now yeah, IMDb that, though has him at nine point one. Nine point one. Okay. Yeah. I do have a a question for you though. Now, okay. if this character was to stay behind the mask the whole time, would this change your view on the show itself? Oh, I I'm expecting him to stay behind the mask the whole time. Yeah, so it won't really. It would it would change my view if he takes the mask off. Really, I okay. it would go down for sure. Okay. Damn. Okay. I actually, I was kind of hoping before he talked, I was like, "This show is about to get way freaking cool if he never talks." <laughs> well, that, uh, yeah, that'd be interesting. That like uh or like, yeah, I was about to say like like uh, Master Chief, but Master Chief does talk. I because I, I'm, I kept tying this to Master Chief as well, just like he's real chill and he's just like Master oh, Chief's man, big powers that he has comparison. more luck than others. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I want a new Master Chief essentially. And he does. He only talks when needed, which he, the Mandalorian is already talking a little bit more than Master Chief would. But yeah. But then Master Chief opens up a lot more in Halo Four, Five. What was the last one that came out? Damn it. Five Halo Guardians. Five, whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, he talked a lot more in that one, so hmm, we'll see. All right. So we got pretty good ratings in there. Looking forward to the future ones, and uh, that'd be great. Great crew behind it. Budget was one hundred twenty million, and. Uh, just a heads up. So let's move into Disney Plus. We'll review a little bit of Disney Plus in general. The first day of Disney Plus being available already passed up 10 million subs. Crazy. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. So uh, for comparison, Netflix came out like 2007, I think they said. And then it's it, that one's like, like I want to say 107 or 160 million. But that's over that span. So we'll have to see how Disney stacks up to it over the long run. But that's a really good starting. That's pretty amazing. Way beyond what they thought. That's why they had actual issues when it first launched because people were like jamming on it too hard. I was already predicting that, though. Well, I mean, yeah. There had to be somebody out there DDoSing it, too, which 
you know, it's a shame people have to do that. Well, my thing is when you're like, okay, at this time, everyone, millions of people could download one app and start streaming every single thing. It's like, mm, I feel yeah. like something's not going to happen, right? What was, you probably saw my tweet about this, but what was the first thing you streamed on Disney Plus? I did. I was kind of surprised I went with yours, but after, Man- well, Mandalorian was my first thing. Yeah. Surprisingly, my second thing was the Jeff Goldblum. How, oh, I'm so excited about that. How was that? Okay, so each episode is going to be something totally different. It's just kind of in him wrapping his mind uh, with whatever topic the episode is. So the first episode, which I know the viewers don't know or listening, I'm a huge sneaker fan. So right. I love shoes. I spend quite a bit on certain shoes uh, mm-hmm. from special Iron Man Adidas to Yeezys to special LeBrons. <laughs> like, I spend money on it. So the first episode was sneakers. So he's uh going to diff- there's like different sections of him trying to learn why is this such a big phenomenon so in the beginning he'll go to a sneaker convention where they're talking about mm-hmm. people have millions of dollars in this convention because they're spinning shoes everywhere and he literally shows everybody with wads of money in their hand so wow. you get that aspect of it then he goes to the adidas uh adidas uh corporate office in Oregon where mm-hmm. the science is behind what well, the science is behind the shoe so it's showing like crazy technology of how they make a shoe, but we don't we don't see that. Obviously, we're just like, oh, we get the highlights and that's it. Yeah. Um, so how they design the shoe to where one thing I thought was kind of cool is that Adidas has these glasses that go around your head, almost fully around your head, mm-hmm. and it tracks your emotions when you look at the shoe. So what they do is they hand you they'll hand you a random shoe and they record your uh, joy. Uh, uh, confused, any, all these different types of emotions, what you feel like when you first look at the shoe. And oh then God. last, they, he goes to a basketball court and talks to other people about basketball shoes. So I liked how he was getting it from all different angles. So that's, Yeah, that's cool. I like how, I like that, um, well, I was interested in it because it was sneakers, but I'm, I'm looking forward to different episodes of things I don't know much more about uh, to learn something different from it. Now, and the, multi, and the multiple angles he went to, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. So hopefully he'll continue that, which whatever the topics are um, coming up. But I don't care for Jeff Goldberg. Goldblum. Goldblum. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't knows. care for him as a host. I think sometimes it was just awkward and kind of like, all right, anyway, next, please. His personality is odd. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it really shows, and that's the one thing, like, man, I wish we could get someone that's more sometimes energetic, but not, yeah. like, well, like, what are you doing, you know? It's, it was like you know some of those moments. His personality in all his roles is him. Like, he doesn't, he's, he's as much as I, I enjoy him, but he's not, like, a great actor, because he's just Jeff Goldblum and everything he does. So yeah. if you look at him, like, as the uh, Grandmaster in Thor Ragnarok, yeah. That's just Gold Jeff Goldblum if he was the leader of that that planet or whatever. And then you look at him and like, you know, him with his like crazy thoughts and stuff like that in Jurassic Park. You're like, yeah, that's just Jeff Goldblum like doing his thing. Like there's yeah. nothing new about that. So Well, for this it's it's not really working out, at least for me. Yeah. Um it's just some conversations, it was kind of whatever. Yeah. But um okay. I mean it's cool to be learning something new. That's neat. Anything else you've checked out on Disney Plus? Yeah. <laughs> I kind of spent some time on Disney Plus already. Oh, I've got a list here of things I've seen, so you know. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I checked out the um, 
Forky ask a question? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, my thing is, <laughs> I, I like the interaction between him and, uh, oh, him. God, him. Yeah, but Forky could honestly get thrown in a fireplace and die, and I give no shits about him. <laughs> oh, my God. No <laughs> I do way. not care about that character one bit. I think uh, he's a yeah. trash character. But literally. It, <laughs> I do, <laughs> yeah. I do like just those little three minute snippets of something to get maybe a quick laugh out of me. I thought it was kind of yeah. cute. I think they could really expand it too, to where they're actually teaching the kids like a lesson. So if like this one was actually teaching them about money, like how money's made, it's, that'd be really yeah. neat. It kind of got to where it was just jokes, but that'd be cool if it was actually like, oh, look, this is a question like, you know, it'd be interesting to see how does the post office work or something like that, you know? And I thought that's what there was going to go to at first. And I was about like, all right, I'm over this. But then it kind of just kept rolling with little dumb him spinning his eyes around in circles. Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, It did have me laughing though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I chuckled a little bit, you know? I I think I liked seeing watching Ham's interactions with Forky was... To me, more more funny than Forky speaking itself. Yeah, for sure, for yeah. sure. Um, the other else? one I checked out was Noel. Um, okay, how was that? I so I know that was the one that got the kind of like the worst ratings or whatever on it. Mm-hmm. But um, you're gonna get some. Uh, I want to say it, some views on it. It's gonna be uh, different. Like you know where it's going right away. Uh, right. It's very like as soon as it starts, you're like, oh great, I already know what's gonna happen. We already have a lot of these movies. But um, it was just one of those cute like Hallmark uh, Christmas movies. Like I, that's how I Christmas actually movies did are. You know it. where they're going. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, I, and it ends with them both dying. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, one does die. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought it was cute. Um, I kind of uh, uh, laughed here and there. Um, makes you want to tear up a little bit in certain moments. Uh, yeah. But it was just a cute, colorful Christmas movie, like. It's definitely one to watch this this season for sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and anything, set, that was a pretty good one. What's that? Anna Ken- Kendrick. She's she's uh, cool. I'm all excited about Bill Hader. So I'm like, sweet Bill Hader's in there. That's awesome. Yeah, she's uh, you know, she's fine. She's fine. Oh yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> okay. So uh, I started off yeah. like. So this is I was kind of browsing. Well, okay, what's on Disney Plus? And then I ran into those old goofy instructional cartoons, and I was oh, like, kind of got into one of those holes where I'm just like watching those, um, which are just they still stand up. They're really good. Uh, and then one of the shows that I came across that was really cool was this Pixar in real life. Did you see that yet? No, that's my next one on the list. Yeah, they got me because it has Wally on it, and I'm like, okay, anything Wally, I'm in for. Uh, but the first one wasn't Wally. Actually, it was. So what they did was they took the console from. Um, Inside Out? I think it's called Inside Out, yeah. It's the only Pixar movie I haven't seen yet, so I know it's terrible. Um, and they just put it oh, inside wow. of like... Oh, I, I like that movie. I, I No, I just haven't seen it yet, so I know that okay. it's terrible that I haven't seen it. Oh, okay, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and I love the cast, so I should see. Anyway, so they have the, the console out there, and they just kind of film like what would happen, and people would like go up to it, and like they press happy, and then there's these two actors that just are kind of hanging out, and then all of a sudden like one of them is getting real happy about the situation, and one's getting angry, and so people just keep like changing it to see what happens. And the actors like, because it like lights at the bottom of the of the stand, mm-hmm. and then they react to it, and they're like, "Oh, we're angry now. We're happy. We're just crying." And different okay. actors show up and stuff like that. And it was like five, seven minutes in between there, and uh, it was just fun. It was funny to see like what people's reactions were. Okay. I cannot wait for the Wally one because they're just gonna have a Wally robot rolling around New York or something. Yeah, I did see that. That'd be pretty neat to run into. So yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh, and then. Let's see. That was Pixar in real life. Oh, I definitely watched uh, Simpsons. 
Um, are you like later seasons? Because I noticed on a Hulu, like I'm past everything on Disney Plus when it comes to Simpsons. So I noticed on Hulu, it's uh, it's a little newer episodes. Um, so are you starting from the beginning, or are you starting from the newest season that's on Disney Plus? Where are you at? I just well, I just kind of hopped in the middle somewhere. I think I went 14 or something like that. I just kind of hopped in there, yeah, and just kind of hung out. But um, I was like, man, I I have watched them before. On the well, I I have them available to myself, but. I, there was the FX app and I was watching on that, but that thing was so janky and messy. So I was like, let me try it on the Disney one. It ran great. No problems at all. I have zero latency issues with this thing. It really ran like excellently well. Yeah. I know so a lot of people are complaining about the older episodes though, how their, their aspect ratio is um, yeah. not really right. So a lot of the funny jokes that would be in the corner of scenes would be cut off and you don't really get to see it. Yeah. They, they need to just do the four, three aspect to make sure it's like correct because that's how the old Simpsons were. Yeah. But I think they have so much money in getting Simpsons that they're really trying to make sure that they have it 100%. But, they, yeah, they do need to address that. Yeah. Uh, I watched uh, kept the, first, the Captain America, the first one. I think I'm going to go through all the MCUs. Yeah, um, I'm surprised oh, you are, was, though, when you told me that. It's just Only, been like, okay, so yeah. that, that Captain America, I think I've seen maybe twice. And so it's been a while since I've seen it, you know. So I thought, well, this is a good time to kind of like just go through them all. But um, And then I watched a lot of those like Pixar shorts that they had before the Pixar movies. Okay, yeah. Because those are just always good. They have a brand new one they came out with this called Float. That was kind of like, it was dark than hopeful. And it, was a, it was essentially about this kid who keeps floating. And the dad like puts him in the house. And like they're just, they just stay inside the both of them. Because he's afraid uh, of people like judging Is that the new one? That's, yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. And it was really good. Like it got dark and you're like, you're like sad watching it. But then eventually at the end you kind of like. And then the message is about like uh, kids with uh, that feel different or whatever. Like, you know having them be a part of the world and stuff like that and how much that brings joy to everybody. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Uh, okay. I did ask on Twitter, what is everybody else watching outside of Mandalorian and Simpsons and binging all the MCU movies tied. This is out of 45 votes. Okay. This is, I, so I posted this this morning to see what everybody's watching today. Uh, second place, 24% of the vote was Disney classics. So you got your Lion Kings and stuff like that. And then uh, everything Star Wars was the last place. Which I was kind yeah, of surprised with that. I was kind of hoping because... you put the other section. I was kind of hoping you would do that. I should have done that. Yeah. yeah. We're going to try to do polls weekly now to kind of like get people yeah. talking about stuff like that. It'd be kind of cool. But yeah. One thing that I saw, I don't know if you checked out yet, which I'm so happy because I've always complained about uh, nowadays kids not knowing who the hell Mickey Mouse, Donald, uh, Goofy are. Yeah. Like how we grew <laughs> up. Did you see the Mickey Mouse section through the years? Oh, I didn't see that yet. There is a section. I saw it yesterday. It's Mickey mm-hmm. through the years, and it's literally the very old ones to like now or are what they have now. I was oh, like, I like, this that. is genius. This is what I wanted. Hopefully, we, we you'll see other characters of like Minnie, Pluto, Goofy. You would think so in some of these episodes, of course. Uh, but that's amazing. So I was super excited to see that. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. I, I do like that we have access to all these older classic cartoons and stuff like that that that, yeah the kids just have no clue how great they used to be you know and now if we could just get i mean they're gonna have the warner brothers streaming service if the warner brothers streaming service does have all the looney tunes on it that's huge because those are looney tunes man they test they stand up so well um well speaking of that fearing off a little bit i tweeted earlier that uh with the nickelodeon netflix deal yeah that's crazy to me yeah that'll have to be something well we can talk about it right now but yeah yeah, I mean it's just perfect, and we kind of had that with the uh, Invader Zim, and they did one more. I can't remember what it was. 
Oh, uh, yeah, Rocco, but anyway, so... They did the Rocco movie. Oh, the Roccos, that's right. Yeah. So we kind of had, like, testing the waters. They must have done well, you know? There was a lot of buzz online for them. Yeah, the Rocco, I think we talked about we talked about earlier, of course, and I didn't really care yeah. for it, but the Vader Sim, I thought, was okay. I'm a couple of episodes in, and no complaints so far. Uh, yeah. I'm excited because back in the day, even though everyone loved Disney, I was a Nickelodeon kid, even though I still love Disney, of course. But we were talking Rugrats, Hey Arnold, The Real Monsters. I mean, so it good. just keeps going. And it's like when you when I look back on my childhood, I was like, holy shit. I know I love Disney so much right now. But back then, I was watching only Nickelodeon, really. You know what? I just thought about, okay, the one show that I cannot find anywhere, even like DVDs, is Recess. You remember Recess? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the show. Okay, so I'm checking Disney Plus right now. This is live on the air, guys. We're waiting. We're going to put it to the test. Because there are things like Infinity War is not on Disney Plus yet. I don't know why. It's crazy. Okay, but Recess, Endgame here is, we go. though, right? So, yeah. So Endgame is the newer one, isn't it? Yeah. It is, yeah. Oh, that's weird. Recess. Oh, shoot. They actually have the shows. Re- yep, they have by seasons. Oh, my. Because they always have the movie. They never have the show. Yeah. The show for Recess is on there. Okay, that's next on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like such a funny show. I have a couple episodes available to myself. And, I mean... Damn, that's just so well done. And not a lot of people know about it for some reason. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. It was something I always watched. So, that yeah. But with Nickelodeon, they do have the classics. And I used to like the, like the live action shows as well, like Salute Your Shorts. And um, yeah. this is like Dude Ranch 1. I can't remember what it's called. But they had some good ones back then, too. Pete and Pete. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to see what they'll do. Hopefully, they'll bring back uh, some Jimmy Neutron, Fairly Odd Parents, Kind of like oh, the newer yeah. stuff, oh. too, before I, it was kind of fading away to Nickelodeon what it is now. Yeah, uh, I found a YouTube channel that just streams Fairly Odd Parents episodes all day long. And yeah, so I had okay. that on like a week ago when I'm like cleaning the house. I just had Fairly Odd Parents on in the background. Like, yeah, whatever. Sure. I'm not 12 yeah. anymore, but it just feels <laughs> good <laughs> having it on. So, yeah. Sure. So, it's gonna, it's then we're going to get some competition. Then, if you're thinking about it, people's childhoods, um, obviously for us, it was Disney and Nickelodeon. So now that Netflix has Nickelodeon, it's just going to keep subscribers. HBO Max is going to be working with Cartoon Network as well. So you got your Dexter's Laboratory, your oh, fucking um, Powerpuff Girls, bro. Powerpuff Girls. Yep, <laughs> oh yep. god! Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, while Courage we are having three Eddie, different oh streaming god. services right there, at least we're winning out in the fact that we have them. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's great. But yeah, oh man, I can't wait. That's going to be some good stuff there. Ugh. Damn, that's HBO. That's interesting. Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a little wondered. I wonder why. They can't just like fold it in with HBO. Now, I have to look into that. I don't know necessarily why why they are or why they're not. So I'll have to look into that. Well, one thing going back to Disney Plus that I have to knock on is the Disney Plus with Hulu and ESPN is $12.99. Totally fine. Still yeah. a great deal. But when you look at the terms, it's Hulu with the advertisements. Oh. There's no price of, I, at least I haven't seen it. So if someone sees it, please let me know, of no commercials. So we're only we're only offered with commercials, and then even at that, what the heck? Like I don't, I'm willing to pay for no commercials. So why would I join up on this package? Yeah, I mentioned it before. I have that that student deal with the Spotify and Hulu, but yeah, there's only with commercials, and I would pay more if they gave me the commercial free. Yeah, it's weird. Just even a dollar or two more. I mean, you're gonna make the money. Like I would pay a dollar more or two, you know, a month. Just skip those ads. Definitely, and it's always like the same five ads they run. A week yeah. or whatever. So I'm like, I do not care. Same thing with YouTube. I keep getting this one. Anyways, I don't want to get into it. But yeah, YouTube knows you. They'll look up your search history. And next thing you know, they got you forever. The same. Du- well, okay. So this is these certain sunglasses they're trying to sell. And there's <laughs> these guys that sell a certain kind of like soap or body wash or whatever. And it's the same 
actor that's hosting for both of them. I'm so tired of seeing this dude with his big beard. He's just like annoying. He's like, <laughs> and he talks back. He's like, are you using your mama soap? I'm like, dude, I'm so tired of you. Go get a job. Get out of my face. Like, you're, you're so, so sick of it that you started, you grabbed the soap from your mom's shower. <laughs> I'm going back to Irish Springs. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Irish Springs. <laughs> That's what my folks use. Oh god, same with my dad. I'm so glad I don't yeah. see that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great. All right. So before we leave too far, uh anything else with Disney Plus? Uh no. No, I think it's great service so far. Um yeah. like I said, totally I'd rather see a better deal with the Hulu. Um Yeah. You do get that, the first totally week free too. So everybody can at least try it out for a week and then yeah, cancel. Yeah. Um, definitely uh, the first time I ever uh, opened up a service and was like, man, I'm going to spend quite a few hours on this. Yeah. Just looking back at the old library, I'm like, man, I mean, when's the last time you thought about watching like the original Lion King or something like that? And it's just like right there. Yeah. Um, pretty excited about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Some of the old shows too is just like Kim, uh, Kim Impossible or Kim Possible's there. It's like even Stevens, Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire, uh, oh my god, there's this guy on Facebook that's doing a whole rant about it. Uh, your, oh, your wife shared it, actually. Um, this guy who's like doing a rant about how great Disney uh, Plus is. Yeah, in his yeah, car. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he had me laughing so much. And then he's just like, I forgot how good Lizzie McGuire was. And I was like, oh, I was yeah. laughing so hard. It was so good. So, anyways, guys, before we go any farther, and I gotta cut all these anyways. We will uh, come to you guys this Monday. We have a new episode coming out. It'll be a crossover with three hours later, uh, the other Geek Podcast. You guys probably follow on Twitter. Uh, join us as we go ahead and do our some geek news. We're going to mostly be talking about who wanted to fight. So it's classic geek conversation. So join up with that, guys. We will talk to you then. Bye. Thank you for joining us on the Geek Freaks Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Geek Freaks Pod. We're also on Facebook, Instagram. You can email us. We have our Patreon and a store. All those links are in the description. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you guys next week.